This is the Hardline Sports Talk with Michael Merlo and John Michael Masiri on the SND Podcast Channel. That's right. Here we go. I am Michael Merlo, and I'm joined by John Michael Masiri. We've got a mock draft special for you guys, a live mock draft. First off, JM, how are you doing? I'm good, man. Episode 62. You forgot to say it. You know, Is it 62? Yeah, you've been lacking lately with that. Well, um, with the new intro, I've been right lacking throwing you off bit. your game. No, but besides that, I'm doing good. Uh, it's NFL Draft Week, man. How could I not be doing well? Um, we're both we're both sporting the Caps. Our teams yes. have four top t- uh, of the top ten picks combined. So it's a good thing and a bad thing, right? I'm ready we- to go. Exactly. A lot of we're things excited- go well. A lot of things could go wrong. We're excited that our team has uh, high draft picks, but uh, and made good trades. But on the other side, that means we didn't have a great NFL season. But this is our season, the off seasons where the Jet and the Giant fans get to have their fun. So let's see if this week, this week's a little more fun. There's a little less hype around this draft, probably because of the lack of star quarterbacks. But that's just the sense I'm getting. But I'm it's Monday. I'm excited now. I am very excited. Um, yeah, Thursday night. Uh, where we're I'm forgetting where is it this year? Las Vegas. Las Vegas. That's gonna be a big spectacle. Um, mm-hmm. whatever happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Not in this yeah. draft though, because Not it's gonna come trip. right back to the hometown. Um, trades beforehand. Are we gonna see Debo Samuel on the move? I don't think so. I think so. I don't. Um, are we gonna see any other names? Darren Waller's names getting thrown into the ring now to the Packers. I'm hearing so. Let's see what happens, man. This this offseason has been the, the craziest one we've had yet in the NFL, and it might get a little crazier. I think your New York Jets are going to make a trade for Debo Samuel um, in our live mock draft that we're doing. So I've got the even numbers. JM's got the odd numbers. And we're just going to go, you know, pick by pick. We're going to do what we think that team would do. If we were the GM of this team, this is what we would pick. And uh, I don't know what JM is picking. Well, wait, wait, JM wait. doesn't know what we're picking. What we would do if we were the GM. Yeah, what did I say? You said what we think they would do. No, what what we would do if we were the GM. I thought the- I said what we would do. Yes. Yeah, Michael, what we what- would do. You said what we think they would do. It's what Oh, I did say I said we- that? Yes. If me I or you were the GM of the team, what we would do. Right. I'm excited. I'm very excited because these GMs aren't as smart as us. Specifically well, me. Yeah. I mean, if me and you could, you know, have half the teams in the NFL and be GMs, everybody would be winning Super Bowls. I mean. Right. And by the way, just to start, you have the first overall pick. And if we were doing it by what we think would happen, I don't think your pick's right. Like if we were doing this pick based on guessing what the Jaguars are going to do, right. I don't think your pick's going to be right. I agree with you. That's what I would do if I'm correct. But I think they're going in a different direction. Right. But we're just going to have to see. Well. Do you want to start? I am going to get my screen share going here as we are very technologically sound here at the Hardline Sports Talk. We're going to have um, a draft board live right here. Yep, let me just get this full screen going. Let me drag you up here. Whoa, that's a little too big. All right, relax there. Oh, wow, exciting. And look at this. We got a little draft board. exciting stuff. Let me just drag you up a little bit more so we can see the names. There we go. Perfect. You see what I'm seeing here? Honestly, I don't. I just see our two faces in the corner, but your computer is the one that matters the most. Okay. Uh, I'll keep you updated on the draft board if you forget where guys are. Oh, no, I can, I can see the draft board. Yeah. I just, I just can't. You don't move the face. It doesn't matter. We got a team needs panel right here in case we need to stay updated here. I will probably be looking at this a lot. Um, I've got that on my computer. I've heard, I'm already locked and loaded. Look at you. I'm locked and loaded, too. It's just... I'm the one showing it on my computer. But yeah, anyways, right. without further ado. We got to get some draft music in here. Oh, hold on. What are you holding on about? Do I have it? Do I? Oh, my God. The Mets I are making this, this interesting. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Okay. You ready? You hear that? Oh, it was. it was sounded just so awful. Yeah, but that's awful. fine. 
<laughs> that's sound fine. terrible. Please, NFL, do not sue us for any copyright or anything like that. There's only a few seconds. We're yeah, good. All five right. seconds. We're fine. All right. So, so JM, you're the Jaguars. You're Trent Blake or whatever his name is. You have the first overall pick. You're on the clock. All right. Listen, Trent, idiot. All right. Let's not. Let's not overthink this one, man. All right. I think it's it's pretty simple. I'll do the honors. Aiden Hutchinson off the board. Um, I I would have liked to see a tackle here, maybe earlier in the offseason before they made some moves where they fixed up their offensive line a little bit um, and made some acquisitions there in free agency. But now I don't think it's a huge issue for them. I think Hutchinson is uh, he's probably one of the weaker number one picks we're going to see if he does end up being the number one pick. Now we're seeing a lot of Trevon Walker hype to the Jaguars. But um, definitely one of the weaker first-round picks, first overall picks that would be in recent memory, but still a really good talent, Um, a guy who could put up double-digit sacks year after year in the NFL. And, uh, yeah, I I think you don't overthink this one. You go with the great talent of Aiden Hutchinson. Let me ask you something. If you could do a redraft, and I don't know the exact players in these two players' draft that I'm about to name, but Nick Bosa is an unbelievable player, and so is Joey Bosa. I think Aiden Hutchinson is that. I think he's going to be a just a solid, solid defensive end. He's going to be very impactful. He's going to have a ton of sacks, and he's just steady. You know, you never have to worry about him. Maybe he's not a guy you're always talking about, but he is – Pro Bowl level, maybe even all pro, just really, really solid. You can't get it wrong. I think they're going to. I think this pick's going to be Trayvon Walker, but we'll just have to see. But I agree with you. I would go Hutchinson. Yeah, we will see. And like you said, that's what you're looking for out of the number one pick is you're looking for a a, a solid guy, a guy that, you know, doesn't have a ton of potential to bust. You know, you want a guy who shows a lot of promise, and is going to be an impactful player the first day he steps in the building. And I think that's what Ian Hutchinson is. Agreed. The Mets just took the lead in the ninth. Um, Look at your little smile. Okay, so the number two overall pick, this is a guy that has completely wrote, you know, has completely just shot out of nowhere on draft boards. And maybe that was just us not paying attention. This is Trayvon Walker, uh, Ed Rusher from Georgia. He's known as, you know, more of a run stopper than anything else. But they th- they think that if he gets with the right coaching staff, this guy is going to be an elite defensive end and could you know really develop a serious pass rush. He's got all the physical abilities, um, and this just seems like a pick the Lions make. You know, a big guy defensive end defense kind of fits the Dan Campbell scheme here. Um, I don't think. Listen, I think Trayvon Walker is a good player, and I'm not saying that it's a mistake to take him in the top three but I just don't think he should be taking over Aiden Hutchinson. That that's like my point with Walker. I still think he's a great player and will be a good player. Just not as good as Hutchinson, but he goes number two to the lions. Like that. Yeah, definitely a guy surging up draft boards and uh, fits into that Dan Campbell, uh, hard nose, you know, culture that he's got going over there. Um, Malik Willis would be interesting there. I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, I thought about it a little bit, but yeah, uh, I think with the style of how they're trying to build that team and, you know, they do have Jared Goff, an experienced quarterback already, uh, isn't a franchise guy, but also, you know, isn't the worst quarterback in the world. So I think Trevon Walker would be a solid pick for them. Uh, All right. I have Houston here at number three. Yes, you do. This is a team that literally just best player available. Like they are in need of so much. I think you can't go wrong with just taking the best player available because that guy's going to be most likely an upgrade at the position that he plays for your team. Um, and this might be a bit of a surprise, may not. Uh, this guy kind of flies around the draft boards from the lows, uh, the low tens, even into the teens to as high as two or one. I'm going Kyle Hamilton out of Notre wow. Dame. Uh, if I'm the Houston Texans, I think uh, this is – obviously going to help their secondary massively. I think he is one of those Isaiah Simmons-esque prospects where he kind of has that flexibility where he could do things all around a football field. Um, I, I really like Kyle Hamilton, Hamilton, and I think him at number three makes a lot of sense for the Texans. You know, he's a very talented player, and 
he was kind of just in that top three, top five range early on this draft process. And I've seen him really slip, you know, late top 10 out of the top 10. And that's kind of where I had him going. This is a big surprise for me right here. Uh, but a great player. I think also teams may not be valuing safety this high, but I've heard that this guy is more than a safety. He's that talented. So you're right. Best player available. If this is the guy they like, then this is, will this will be the pick. All right. Your New York jets. We did this on purpose. J- uh, JM's got all the giant picks and I've got all the jet picks in the first round. So um, let's see if JM agrees or not with number four. I think this pick is easy. I would take defensive and Kayvon Thibodeau out of the University of Oregon. Yeah. um, Listen, he's an ultra talented player and the kind of, I guess, knock on him. Why people think he's going to be falling is because people don't believe in his commitment. If he's, you know, he just cares about, cares about building his brand but i don't know i I think we thought about you know these personal issues with players especially last year we looked at micah parsons and he ended up being an all pro player i think we got to overlook that if you can get this guy in the room and get him committed this guy could be an all pro player i i think this is an easy pick for the jets yeah uh always been a highly touted guy right came out as the number one prospect out of high school yep going to oregon um and yeah i mean He's got that bit of the Micah Parsons feel around him where everybody's like, oh, you know, we're worried about his his motor or some off the field stuff or whatever. But when you go and you look at the talent on the field and there, you know, he's going to be one of the most talented guys on the field automatically day one. So uh, I really like that pick for the Jets. We've been needing an edge rusher for a long time, a dominant one. We haven't had one since John Abraham, basically. So, yeah, I, I really like that. And um I think with him and Carl Lawson coming back, combined with Quinnen, that pass rush can get really scary really fast. All right, Murr. Well, you had my team. I got your team. Let's see. Um, The Giants, I'll tell you, if I'm a Giants fan, I am really excited for this draft because I think they are in a really, really good spot where a lot of their positional needs don't really match up with some of the other teams' positional needs. As you see on the board right now, We've got four defensive players off the board, not an offensive player to go yet. I think it happens here. Um, I would go with Evan Neal. That's my pick, the tackle out of Alabama. Um, You know, two out of the last three years now, drafting a tackle. You had Andrew Thomas two years ago. Nate Solder, that did not work. Um, You need to protect Daniel Jones. They have a lot of other needs, right? You know, you look at the defensive side of the ball, but – they have another pick coming up. So I think Evan Neal is, is the right pick here. Again, don't overthink it. You need to protect your quarterback, Daniel Jones. This is his last year, basically, to prove something. Um, Evan Neal, number five. No, you can't go wrong. My dream scenario is that one of these edge rushers falls to them at five, and then they could get a tackle, either Cross or Econwo, however you say his name, from NC State mm-hmm. at seven. But I, listen, if this is a scenario and you can get Neil at five, you get Neil at five. You can't go wrong with an SEC tackle like this. This guy was unbelievable at Alabama. He faced the best of the best every week. And listen, I'd be very happy with that. Very happy with that. Good. Glad I can make they need it. And listen, it, not only for Jones, JM, but if you have Thomas and Neil, you know, as your two tackles for the next quarterback you get, that's a great thing as well. Yeah. All right. Number six, the Carolina Panthers. This could be the first spot we see a quarterback go. I'm not going to go there yet. I'm not. I'm going to go with Ikem Inakwu. The I, I probably butchered his name. But Iquonu, I think it is. Iquonwu. And they call him Icky as well. That's mm-hmm. his nickname. Icky. Uh, the offensive tackle out of North Carolina. You went uh, North Carolina State, excuse me. NC State. That's what we call him. Oh, listen, this kid is a freak. He is big. He is fast. There were talks about him going number one overall to the Jaguars, and that could still happen. He could be the first tackle taken in the draft. They say it's a coin flip between him and Neil. Uh, And the Panthers have a lot of question marks, but if you could, they have a ton of question marks on the offensive line. And if you can get a player like um, Iquan, Icky, I'm just going to say Icky, just going to call him Icky. If you can get an offensive tackle, like this kid, left tackle, bookend for 10 years, you do that with whatever quarterback you're going to have in the future. Agreed. 
Um, all right. Now the Giants, back-to-back picks for the Giants for me. Uh, a lot of ways they can go here. I mean, a lot. Uh, you look, no corners off the board yet. Sauce Gardner, Derek Stingley. There's been rumors about James Bradbury uh, leaving, you know, whether he's going to get cut or traded or whatever's going to happen with him. Yep. Um, like you said, the edge rusher talks about that. Tony got drafted last year. Now there's rumors he might be gone. We don't know what's going on. Um, listen, if I'm the Giants, there's a lot of really good guys on the board here. It's Daniel Jones last year. Like, it is time to prove something. I know Sauce Gardner would be a really nice pick for them here. But I'm going Garrett Wilson from no way number seven. No Where- way. This is a team who has the number one highest paid receiving room yet had the lowest amount of touchdowns from a wide receiver last year. You need to fix this immediately. This guy, Daniel Jones has been needing help forever at this point. Go out there and say, listen, Daniel, you want the keys to the team? You want the keys to the franchise? We're going to give you all the help you need and let's go. This is a team that's not going to be competing next year. So it's not like this is, you know, maybe if this, Hurts them from competing a little bit. Sure. You know, on the defensive side of the ball, they'll be weaker, obviously, without taking a defender with any of these picks. But like I just said, you need to be all in on Daniel Jones or all out at this point. And um, I think they're all in with Garrett Wilson here. Wow. I like Wilson. I like him a ton. Like like a ton. I just I cannot see the Giants taking a receiver in the first round again. And if they do, I will consider burning the hat I'm wearing. And I I don't think they will. Like we said, maybe the Giants won't. won't. If I'm the Giants, though, I would. There's a player on the board right now for the Giants that I absolutely am in love with, starting to fall in love with. Um, I'll tell you who it is when I make him as a selection or if you make him as a selection. This pick, okay, I didn't have him going here originally. Number eight, I'm going to have a mod sauce gardener to the Falcons. Listen, you cannot go wrong with a star corner. This guy is legit. I know Derek Stingley Jr. is, I mean, he was up on draft boards and he went down and now he's shooting back up, but Gardner seems like he's a surefire thing right now. And he was a lockdown corner. Nobody threw at him. And when they did, it was bad news at Cincinnati. Um, I know you could maybe question competition. I'm not going to. And even in the game against Alabama, he was very good. So this is a legit corner. This is a number one corner. Um, I think, you know, you brought up the Giants and him. I think that could be a spot for him at seven if the Giants don't trade out of it. Just because of the defense they're going to run. You know, a lot of blitzes. They're going to need one-on-one coverage. Gardner could fit that. But I think I think he's also best player available here at number eight for the Falcons. Yeah. Um, I Like I said, I really considered taking him for the giants at number seven, if I'm, if I had the jets, I would strongly consider taking him at number four. Um, this guy, he's got that Jalen Ramsey swag to him. And, you know, he was locked down. He wasn't a fluke. He played against some of the best receivers in the country. Um, and, and he showed up every game. He just shut down receiver after receiver. Uh, yeah. Beast. I mean, there's no doubt. I would say he's one of the more, higher ceiling prospects that there is on this draft board that right now um like that pick a lot for the falcons number nine this is the seahawks and the seahawks are obviously in a really unique situation compared to the way they've been in previous years we're used to agree here we're used to them picking low we're used to them um not even having a first round pick right they've had many trades out of the first round pick giving them up for talent or whatever um and now russell wilson's gone so what do you do um, right now on the board? You see Malik Willis right there at the top. Um, definitely a guy who's flying up draft boards, but we're doing, if, if we're the, if I'm the Seahawks and if I'm the Seahawks, this team is years away from competing at this point. I think, in my opinion, I think there's a lot of work that needs to be done and picking a quarterback at this point And a guy who isn't even a surefire quarterback prospect compared to the ones we've seen in the past it doesn't make sense to me to pick him here so i'm gonna go with the third offensive lineman taken off the board and that's charles cross from mississippi state if i'm seattle all right cross apparently the giants are in love with him 
depend. That's got, what I've read. You got to build the offensive line for years to come, right? You got to get that foundation there for when the quarterback does get there. And I think that's, that's what doing that is right now. You know, you don't go put Malik Willis out on the field, let him get killed with, you know, a horrible defense on the other side of the ball and a bad old line and, and whatnot. Um, and so they I haven't think, had a good offensive line in a while, even when Russ was there. Right. It hasn't were, been good. That's part of the reason why Russ kind of had his time expire in Seattle. All right. Your Jets yeah, yeah. Ten. So I think that if the three tackles, excuse me, the three edge rushers go before the Jets, I could see them taking a corner. And you've got Stingley here at 10 right now. And Gardner's off the board. I think the Jets go Derek Stingley Jr. Again, this is a guy that has a ton of upside, according to a lot of scouts. And if you could get him at 10 with a possibility of him supposed to be a top five player in the draft, that's a steal. Plus, you're helping on the defensive side of the ball. And the Jets, if I'm not mistaken, need help at corner. They didn't you know, add a ton in the offseason. I know they drafted a ton of people in the secondary last offseason, but you can get a guy that gets slotted in as your number one, probably number two corner. I would go Stingley at 10. I I would consider a receiver. I really would. That's what I originally had them do in taking Drake London or even Garrett Wilson here. But let's go defense. We know what uh why am I blanking on his name? Joe Douglas like we know obviously Robert Sala, defensive coach. He'll have a lot of say in this. I think they do this here. And the, by the way, the Mets just had a huge comeback victory. Let's go Mets. Very, very nice. Um, all right. So now let me just scroll our thing down here. We're heading into 11 to 20. Derek Stingley is now off the board. A guy who I was really looking at for the commanders at number yeah. 11. I thought you were going to skip out on him and I was going to take him at 11. So now... You know, this is a live mock. I got to adjust. Um, if I'm Washington, right, you just got Carson Wentz. You need receiver. Terry McLaurin's the number one guy, but they're lacking depth there. I mean, they do have Curtis Samuel, but everybody knows you need at least three or four good receivers to be an elite offense in the NFL today. So they can go corner here. They could go receiver. Trent McDuffie's a really interesting prospect. I think he's got a lot of talent. Same thing with Jamison Williams. I think it comes down to those two guys here, right? Receiver, corner, Jamison Williams coming back quicker from that ACL than we were expecting. Um, and I'm going to go with Jamison Williams if I'm the commanders because things need to change in Washington, right? They've always been known as more of the defense. Many, right? many There's things need to change. In many Washington. things, yeah. Well, let's not get to that stuff, right? Ownership <laughs> definitely needs to change. But... Um, along with the team name change, I think you got to change the offense up a little bit here and add some more excitement, some more athleticism, a more dynamic offense. And I think that's exactly what Jamison Williams does. If he doesn't get hurt, I think he possibly throws his name into the top 10 consideration. Um, and even the number one receiver taken off the board. And I think he could be the number one receiver taken off the board on Thursday. Uh, but right now we have him as the number two receiver taken my second receiver I've taken so far. So I'm getting a little aggressive with the receivers. A little but bit. I like it. I like it for Wentz. I like it for this offense. I think the defense is still talented. They're lacking a corner, but I think they make up well in other areas. So Jamison Williams, number 11. And you're talking about a guy that could possibly, if he doesn't get hurt, are we considering him at number four for the Jets? If he didn't tear his ACL, yeah. could this be a guy at number four for the Jets? Um, I've heard that thrown around that if he didn't tear his ACL, he would be easily the first receiver taken off the board. So um, you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong with a talented player like this from Alabama. Number 12. All right. I had this draft is going all over the place. So let's do this. We're going to take a guy I've never heard of until this draft process. Trent McDuffie, cornerback out of Washington. This is just based on need and every ranking system I've seen, except for the one we have here on this draft. Um, he is a top 15, top 20 player. Uh, ESPN's got him ranked 14th um, in the whole draft. Uh, listen, the Vikings are an explosive offensive team. They got my boy Kirk Cousins running things over there. 
and a good offense, but they've been lacking a lot on defense. So they could have gone defensive end. I don't have them doing that. I have them locking up their secondary and I haven't watched much of Trent McDuffie, but he's rising up draft boards. Just played around with our camera a little bit because I've had to look up Trent McDuffie because he wasn't on their board right here. Um, so a little bit of a different look for us now, but we're still we're still up and running and everything's good. So there we go. We're fine. Um, yeah, Trent McDuffie, a lot of solid corners in this year's draft. Back to back years of of good corners. Um, I mean, what was it? It was Sertain and. I'm drawing a blank. Other guy came off the board last year. Uh, Horn, J.C. Horn. J.C. Horn, right, to uh, Carolina. Number 13, the second pick for the Texans in this draft. I have both of them. Uh, took Kyle Hamilton at number three for them. Uh, they have this pick from the Cleveland Browns with the Deshaun Watson trade. Uh, and again, I think if it's actually funny. If you go on Pro Football Focus's website and look at their team needs, it says every position. It, I swear to God, look at it. it says that's, every, they're the only disrespectful. team every position. Mer, it's kind of true. I mean, besides, uh, we're big uh, Davis Mills guys. but Huge Davis Mills guys. Yeah, but it, it kind of is true. Um, so, yeah, it is. They do need just about every position. And I think there's a lot of really good guys on the board here, as we see on the screen. I mean, every big board's different. These have, they have Malik Willis number five this website, which is crazy to me, uh, the number five overall prospect. But a lot of different ways you could go. I like Jordan Davis out of Georgia. Um, that's my pick here. Big guy, defense. You know, helps you out in the middle as a defensive lineman. Uh, could could stop the run, get a little pass rush going from the interior. Uh, Jordan Davis, number 13. I like the pick. Guys like Jordan Davis and Evan Neal and even Icky a little bit defy like the nature of like humans. Right. Like you look at them and they're so freaking big and they're so athletic and so powerful. It's like, how is this possible and how is this allowed? It shouldn't Same be Same thing possible. with Jordan Davis. Yeah, you're right. It shouldn't be. All right. 14 might come across as a controversial pick. But you know what? Again, we are the GMs of these teams, and there's a massive need for center with the Baltimore Ravens, and this is a guy that was being mocked early on as a top pick, and he's not anymore. I've seen him in the second round. I don't care. Tyler Lindenbaum out of the University of Iowa who just breed offensive linemen, breed them. He is one of the best center prospects, according to sites like Pro Football Focus, we've seen in years. And again, there's a massive need for center and in a run running, you know, offensive type scheme, like the Ravens do that, like they run, it's important to have interior offensive linemen and to have an elite one like this, get them at 14. That almost feels like a steal. It does feel like steal. Um, yeah. I remember earlier on the draft process, the jets at number 10, a lot of mocks had them getting Tyler Linderbaum and it kind of just like fizzled out. Like you said, over yeah. the past couple of months. Um, but you're right. Iowa does breed offensive linemen. And I think center is one of those positions that gets overlooked a lot in football, but I think it's very important. Um, and I really like that pick for the Ravens who we're not seeing used to seeing picking that high. Uh, obviously we this know the team, injury, the injury bug that smacked them last year. This team's going to come back and just dominate. I think. Yeah. I mean, just absolutely dominate. Um, the Philadelphia Eagles, who had a surplus of first-round picks, traded one of them to the New Orleans Saints, that 19th overall pick, uh, or the 16th overall pick, one or the other. Fantastic trade. Yeah, the 16th. The 16th overall pick. Oh, sorry. No, it was 16. Wait. Yes, it was 16. Sorry. Um, and they're in need of a linebacker, and this isn't a super strong linebacker class. But there is a linebacker on the board that I do like, Devin Lloyd out of Utah. Like that for them at number 15. Uh, yep. they're, in, they're in an interesting spot. And they they traded back out of that pick with the Saints to get a pick for next year. And it was smart that they did that because we don't know about Jalen Hurts yet, right? There's still a lot that needs to be figured out if he is their franchise quarterback or not. We've heard, you know, little rumors this offseason with the Russell Wilson trade rumors that he was going to be going to Seattle. So, Obviously, Russell Wilson would be a, an upgrade over many quarterbacks in the league, but 
it does go to show you that they're not 100% sure on him considering that his name was being thrown into rumors earlier this offseason. Uh, and, and I like Devin Lloyd at number 15 for them. And the reason oh, – I, I lost my train of thought. The reason why I brought that up is for next year, right, they could have a package of picks to trade to trade up for a quarterback if Jalen Hurts isn't the guy this year. So I really like that trade for them trading out, and I, I like the pick right here for them. It was a great move by Howie Roseman and the Eagles to, you know, almost have an insurance plan for next year. Exactly. And I think the Giants could do the same thing with number seven. There's so many opportunities for them at seven, either to get best available player or trade back and get a pick for next year, kind of like what they did last season. Uh, Devin Lloyd is a really good player. There's a chance he's a top 10 overall player just based on talent but needs and skill. I mean, needs here. I think he'll fall a little bit, and this will be a great pick for the Eagles. Uh, number 16, there's a player, by the way, that we have falling, and I'm just going to say he's not going to fall at all. He's not going to fall like this. He, I think he's going to be a top 10 pick. I just haven't had a place to put him. Main Johnson? I, I, yeah. I, I think this guy's going to be a top 10 pick. Yeah. And we, I, I haven't had a place to put him. I'm really considering it here but i'm not i'm gonna go with my original pick trevor penning uh offensive tackle from let me just confirm the college for us northern trevor iowa. penning from northern iowa this is a guy that had a really great senior bowl impressed a ton of people at the senior bowl impressed a little bit at the combine and this was a guy that was a borderline second round pick late first round pick and now he shot up to the middle of the first round uh the 40, uh, the 49ers, the saints are going to be looking to upgrade their offensive line. Can't go wrong. Taking offensive lineman. This is the first tackle we've seen in, uh, almost eight picks here. So Trevor Penning to the saints. Yeah. Um, like that for the saints chargers here at 17. Now this is a team that had a loud and aggressive off season. Um, JC Jackson and Khalil Mack going to San, San Diego, going to Los Angeles. Um, so you see some needs here. They have, um, drawing a blank again, my brain is fried today. Rashawn Slater from last year. Um, yes. great tackle for them. They actually could use another tackle and I was going to pick Trevor Penning. All right. But now that Trevor Penning is off the board, I don't really see a lot of great tackles to take at this pick. That would be smart. I do see a way you could get even more aggressive as this team on the offensive side of the ball. Um, they do need another wide receiver, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, but that number three receiver, Jalen Guyton, isn't getting it done. So I like Drake London out of USC to the Chargers at number 17. What a fall for Drake London. Yep. I can't, I originally had him 10 to the Jets. He's, he's being shown as the number one receiver taken off the board in a lot of mock drafts. Yeah. All righty. I'm up at 18. My lovely Philadelphia. I love the Eagles. I'm just such oh. a huge Eagle fan. All right. The fall will stop for Jermaine Johnson. And it may not even be a position of need for the Eagles. But the, if, if they're at this pick, they're going to see a player like him and say, you know what? Brandon Graham's getting old. Fletcher Cox is up there in age. Let's get a really good young defensive lineman. If the Giants picked him at seven, I'd go like this, sign of the cross, kiss to the air. I'd love it. But if he's here at 18, the Eagles are going to take him. You could see them going Chris Olave, but I hate to say this. The Eagles are a smart franchise, and they draft defensive players, and they draft offensive line, and they don't get too aggressive when it comes to weapons, and I think they'll do the same thing. They've also drafted so many wide receivers, and they've missed on a couple, and it looks like they're going to hit on Devontae Smith, but – I don't think they do it a third year in a row. Um, are we taking a break in between or? Were oh, we, we forgot to we, the we, end. We forgot about our break. We were going to take a break after. We 16. did forget about the break. So we'll take the break right here. Okay. We got about 14 more picks to go. Something like that. Um, let me just stop this share real quick. And uh, yeah, we're kind of flying through here. Yeah. Maybe we'll talk a little uh, sports after. Yeah, maybe so. The SD Podcast Channel, the perfect channel for any style of podcast. We have all different pop culture style podcasts for all of your listening needs. If you would like to start a podcast, you can reach us at sndpodcast at gmail.com.
We are always looking for new podcasts to add to our channel, and the topic could be anything you want. So contact us now. Here we go. We are back. Episode 62 of the Hardline Sports Talk, our mock live mock draft special. As we are back at episode, uh, episode at pick 19, JM is up, and that is the New Orleans Saints. JM, the floor is yours. You are on the clock. Can you see my screen, Murray? I think I messed it up. I can't see your screen. Yeah, now, can you, now I can. can see my screen. I can see your screen now. All right, Murr, we are back. Um, had to collect the thoughts a little bit. We were going fast. We were right? going really it's fast. Pretty, it's hard being a GM for 16 teams and keeping your cool. Right. Um, but, you know, that's what we do. That's why we're the best. That's why we get paid nothing. Um, yes. So, number 19, you know, this might be the longest we've seen a quarterback not be taken off the board. Um, in, in, hold on, let me make this full screen in mock draft in, in NFL draft history, quite possibly, or recent history, at least, um, recent history. do I think that's going to happen on draft day? No, uh, we're doing a draft without trades. If we threw trades in there, it'd just get super complicated, uh, and turn into a mess, but that's actually high advertisement, top of the screen, craft Mac and cheese. Um, you stalling here with the pick. No, I'm not stalling. My pick's ready. <laughs> I'm going Malik Willis to the New Orleans Saints. First quarterback taken off the board. Um, listen, the guy is up and down draft boards. Uh, no more Sean Payton in New Orleans. I like this pick for them because, you know, Jameis is there. Taysom Hill got some playing time. Even Andy Dalton's now with New Orleans. But the guy doesn't need to play right away. And you he shouldn't can, play at all in this first year. You can have him sit a year. You can have him sit two years, whatever you want to do. We don't know. You know, New Orleans is usually a team that is very well coached. But like I said, Peyton isn't there anymore. Uh, but we imagine they'll be in some sort of contention this year again. But I like Malik Willis as a prospect. And I think it makes a lot of sense for them to get him here at number 19. I think. Your selection of Trevor Penning provides him some more protection. They already have to run Armstead. Um, Armstead left. Oh, did he go to Miami? Yeah. Right. Um, Armstead went. To, sorry. Thank you for correcting me. Armstead went to Miami. Um, but Ryan Ramchick uh, yes. is a good offensive lineman for them playing right tackle. And uh, I, I like Malik Willis. I think he'll be in a good situation. Michael Thomas is hopefully back this year and healthy and ready to go. Malik Wallace, first quarterback off the board, number 19. Right. And like you said, a quarterback is probably going to be take, you know, I think Willis is the best quarterback in this draft. There's a lot of question marks with all of them, but he's got the most upside and really the most talent because of his ability with his legs. And he's got a very strong arm, but you know, if, if he is the pick here at 19 and he is the first quarterback, the saints are able to do this because they have the pick at 16 and they get a player that helps them now. And then they can get a guy, that they believe in and for the future. And that's Malik Willis at 19. So they're already getting a player that impacts now and then get a player that impacts in the future. I like it a lot. Before he gets his pick, I'll tell you, man, these dudes right here. Yeah. Milano cookies. Addicting. Amazing. I mean, we should, we should get them to sponsor us. I, we should, I'm about to kill a whole pack basically tonight. I started eating these wow. like two hours ago. And I can't stop. He's stressed. He's stressed with his draft, his whole draft process. I need a Milano break. Go ahead. Yeah. All right. Number 20, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Big Ben gone. Uh, Lots of change over the past few years for the Steelers. And I think they start this kind of rebuild with a quarterback here. I mean, I I really shouldn't say rebuild. I think they'll win a bunch of games this year, just not playoffs. But change starts and I think they take a quarterback and I think they take Desmond Ritter out of Cincinnati. This is a big guy, big guy, um, has some potential, some upside and kind of like Willis, he doesn't have to play right away. So this could be a guy that sits on the bench, learns from whoever. I mean, definitely don't want to learn from Mason Rudolph, but get coached up and hopefully turn into a franchise quarterback for them, but some upside here with Ritter. I really liked what I saw from him in 2021. Um, Cincinnati was good, and they made the playoff. They were undefeated. So this guy has a ton of upside, and I think at 20, the Steelers will look to do that at a franchise quarterback. 
I'll be honest, Mer, hate it. You don't, don't like Ritter. It's not that I don't like Ritter. First, let me scroll all the way down to find Ritter. You yeah, just missed him. He just missed him. I, I missed him. Yeah, I saw him. Where? Where? Oh, there He's he right there, 41. Okay. Um, it's not that I don't like Ritter. I just money Mitch, I think he will actually have a nice opportunity <laughs> in Pittsburgh. He's laughing. He's laughing. He's laughing. Mm-hmm. Mur, this isn't a team that needs to go into a little Yeah, here we go. They it's don't need to go into a rebuild right now. They have they have talent on both sides of the ball. They don't need to go into a rebuild right now. No, and I think they'll win a bunch of games. And but you, they're in an AFC that is loaded, and I don't think they're going to be able to make the playoffs. Is it not crazy to say that Mitch Trubisky is just as talented, if not better, than what Ben Roethlisberger was in his last year He's in Pittsburgh? probably better. He's probably better. So let's see what he can do with this team. The, the AFC is better. The AFC is much better. Murph, this is a team that just made the playoffs last year. Um, they're very well coached. They have possibly the best player in all of football in TJ Watt. I think they'll be okay with many money metric quarterback this year. Okay. We'll see. Again, I don't hate. I know the division's I, the loaded. Way. The division's loaded, right? Um, and the, the conference is loaded. But yeah, I think that's they, my point. They're not going to win. Like you say, oh, well, they won nine games last year with Big Ben. I get that. But you just said it. The divisions are much better. The Ravens are healthier. The Bengals are strengthened up. And one of the better quarterbacks in the league is now in the is division. Is Desmond where they really, really going to fix things, though? I don't think he's going to fix things. He doesn't have to play this year. But are we going to sit here and say Mitch Trubisky is the answer for them for, for a few years? Or for but why not, five, why, not years? Let, why not let Mitch have a year, see how he does, if he has a recovery and a rejuvenation in his career and can be a franchise guy, you know, not an elite quarterback, but a franchise guy or someone who could, you know, play quarterback for a couple of years at least for you, then why not try that out? And and if it doesn't work out, then, you know, get a quarterback in a little bit of a better quarterback class. Because let's be honest, this is not a, a sexy quarterback class by any means. It's not. Uh, you're right. That's but... my take. Uh, what you expected after that quarterback class from last year. Right. Uh, speaking of that quarterback class from last year, New England Patriots at number 21. They picked Mac Jones last year, had a nice oh, rookie God. season for them. Um, listen, George Carlaftis. I think that's he is on the board right here. Best player available. I don't have him going to New England. I think I know exactly what you're again, about to too. This is if I am the GM. Bill Belichick, for some reason, despises taking, you know, receivers and getting weapons for his quarterback. Uh, you gotta go Chris Olave out of Ohio State here at number 21. You're acting like this is like an absurd thing. And that no, I wanted him. isn't the number one. Oh, okay, okay. Like Jacoby Myers isn't the number one receiver for them. Yeah, receiver was a glaring need for this team last year. I mean, we saw that absolutely pathetic performance they put up against the Bills in the wild card round last year. Um, they need receiver right away. Uh, Nikhil Harry was an awful pick for them years ago. Uh, Chris Olave instantly becomes your number one receiver. It's a really solid pick. I wouldn't say instantly becomes number one receiver, but I like Jaco, um Meyer, but the guy anyway. had like one touchdown in three years, two years. That's two. fine. He's he's fine. Kenny Galladay didn't have a touchdown last year, and he's still the best receiver in football. Um, yeah. Okay, I <laughs> uh, can't even say that with straight face. All right, the Packers here. I was gonna have them take Alave. I'm not anymore because JM just took him for the pay, uh, the Patriots. So we're gonna take a player that he just mentioned, George Karolafitis. Carl Aftis. It's a weird name. Carl Aftis. Defensive end, Purdue, 6'4", 266. Uh, this guy, kind of like a boomer bust from what I've seen and, when, and from what um, scouts have said, uh, this guy could go, you know, in the teens or he could fall down late 20s. I'm going to have the, the Packers take him here. They have a need at edge. They also have a need at receiver, so we'll see if they address that later. I think I have their next pick. So... Yeah, I'm going to have them taking the D end. I do have the next pick. I'm taking the D end, fill a need, 
And we also know the Packers will make their fans wait a little bit before they take a receiver. They're going to, they're going to stress you out a little bit. They will stress you out a little bit. Um, All right. Arizona number 23, a little bit of a rough year for them last year, started off great and then took a complete 180 and uh, basically limped their way into the playoffs and then got killed by the, the then the now Super Bowl champion, Los Angeles Rams. Um, so, you know, Kyler Murray's done a bit of crying this offseason, or people have done the crying for him, honestly. That's basically there's been more crying from other people than from him. Yep. Uh, so I like Zion Johnson, the guard out of Boston College. Oh. Going to Arizona, helping out the offensive line. They need help on that offensive line, a guard, a tackle, even at center. They basically need help everywhere on that offensive line. Um, and you know, you can't fill all positions at once, but you could help by taking the guard Zion Johnson, number 23. Yeah. I had him going a little later. This is a guy that's kind of, you know, popping his name out there. Remember when Will Hernandez, the guard, the Giants took in the second round, he was like a sexy, hot name, uh, an offensive guard, maybe late first round. This is what Zion Johnson's becoming. It feels like, uh, 23 seems like the right pick. I had him going 27 to the Bucks, but um, I like this pick for them. That that would be a good pick, I think. Um, who do I got? I got the Dallas Cowboys, the Dallas freaking Cowboys. All right, let's see where I'm going here. Not gonna lie, I I would say stalling. I'm stalling right now. Stalling. I would say that I am stalling, stalling. right now. I think Still we stalling. could say that. Um. What to do? What to do? Um, I, all right, there's a player I really like on the board still. Okay, and his name is Nicobe Dean, and I've seen him high in the teens. I've seen him early second round. I'm gonna meet you in the middle here. Nicobe Dean is a kind of an Isaiah Simmons type player where. He can play all over this defense. He's an, you know, just a versatile guy, um, but he should play inside linebacker. He's going to make a ton of plays for them. Dallas helps their defense out, gets the best available player here. In my opinion, could be yeah. the best available player. Was definitely looking at him um, for the Bills at this next pick. Oh, now okay. that is not a possibility. No, it's um, not. I will not do any stalling, though, compared to your stalling. Right, um, that was that was full blown stall. That's like right. that was embarrassing. That was uh, this pick. <laughs> you know, I think that I think uh, after losing Levi Wallace, they are in need of a corner. Buffalo. Uh, oh, they're big time in need of a corner. Kyrie Elam and Andrew Booth Jr. are both possibilities here. I think Andrew Booth Jr. has the edge slightly. Um, every big board and 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 rankings that I've looked at has him slightly over. Uh, Elam, so Elam, Elam, uh, bro, these, some of these dudes, I can't get the last names right, but number 25, the more easier last name, Andrew Booth Jr. to Buffalo. There you go. I got, yeah. Um, the Tennessee they don't need Titans safeties. are on the clock. Bills don't need safeties, but they can certainly use some help the corner. I completely agree. That's what I had them taken. All right. I already have my pick. Look at that. The Tennessee Titans are going to select Offensive guard Kenyon Green. Um, ESPN has him rated as the number one interior offensive lineman or offensive guard. There's a need there for the Tennessee Titans. Why not? I can see them going receiver here. I could. There's question marks about AJ Brown. Either way, AJ Brown could use a number two wide receiver. Julio Jones certainly was not coming at last season. So I'm, I'm going to say they play it safe. They'll grab a receiver in the second round, they go with the offensive guard. This is a guy that, again, I keep saying this, and it may mean nothing, but it also could mean something, that I saw him early on as a easily a first-round pick, and now his name has kind of been flustered here. But I think he's going to go in the first year. Um, I think we're going to get a little bit of stalling out of me right now. Yeah. Um, because I was actually really looking at Kenyon Green right there. So that's back-to-back picks where you really just threw me off my game. Uh, and and uh, now I'm, I'm the Buccaneers GM, and I am scrambling everywhere trying to figure out 
what needs I need to fill right now. I um, have a pick for you if you want it. You want me to throw you a line? I don't. Line? I don't. I appreciate it, but I think I'm gonna rock with my own pick here. All right. Um, well, what is that pick gonna be then? I'll tell you in a second. All right. Um, they do need defensive help. They had some, you know, subtractions over the offseason. Jordan Whitehead signed with the Jets. Thank you very much. Um, yes. So, I like Daxton Hill, uh, the safety out of Michigan. That's my pick here. Oh. Okay. I had – I like Daxton Hill. I do. And I'm going to tell you something right now. I think he goes higher than 27. I oh. think he's taken off the board before this. Well, they had a pretty nice draft if they're getting him at 27 then. Um, I, I agree. I think, you know what? If you really disagree with my number 20 pick with Desmond Ritter for the Steelers, I think Hill is a perfect fit for the Steelers if they don't go quarterback. Yeah, I, I, I think I made it. I think, think you made a really you good pick. You don't think Kenny Pickett at number 20 to Pittsburgh is a little bit more sense? You think they like Ritter or you like Ritter? I, th- I like Ritter because he's a big guy. He can move a little bit. He's got a nice arm, and they'll be able to develop him. It's tough to play in Pittsburgh. Cold weather. They're going to want a big guy, kind of like Big Ben, standing up there. It just makes more – like Ritter makes more sense as a player than Pickett does for Pittsburgh even though Pickett went to Pittsburgh. I don't think Pickett's a first-round quarterback. You're going to you're gonna steal another one of my picks right now, so just get to it. I know. And you know what? For both teams right now, it makes perfect sense to go with this guy. And I really, really like this guy. I mean, you want to talk about Debo Samuel type. Uh, there you go. Yeah, put it right on that plus yeah. sign. You already know. Traylon Burks is a Packer. Uh, the Packers are in massive need of a wide receiver, multiple wide receivers. I think they get, they're going to draft another one in the second round. They have two second round picks. I think they're going to draft another one. But Burks is a guy that's kind of being compared to Debo Samuel as a, a do all wide receiver and a fast guy, a really talented guy. And spoiler alert, I think he goes higher than this. Aggressive. And I yeah. think you're right. I think he, I think he does go higher than this. I think a lot of people like his athleticism. Like yep. you said, you could use them in a lot of different ways. I think you're right on the money with that. Oh, I'm always right on the money. Don't ever. Yeah, not really. Me. Um, so, yeah, Kansas City at number 29. Uh, I, I just said, you know, they could really use a receiver, and I was expecting to take Traylon Burks, but I knew Merlo was going to take him. So, Traylon Burks is not a possibility anymore. Uh, there are a few other possibilities. I could scroll down a little here for wide receiver. Christian oh, yeah, Watson, please. Jahan Dotson, not nothing, nothing super fancy. That oh, you just skipped right over. Just skipped over a good name. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, the corner who I mentioned before, Kair Elam from Florida. Um, I feel like the Chiefs have been looking for a corner for like six years now, and uh, hopefully, going well for him. Hopefully he can help out here with this Kansas City secondary. This team's going to have a lot of a, a much different look this year, um, with no Tyree Kill on the offensive side of the ball. So maybe they get a little bit more defensive oriented. I mean, obviously they still have talent on the offensive side of the ball with Mahomes and Kelsey and and uh, such like that. I mean, who's the other guy? Uh, Creed Humphrey, another fantastic talent on that offensive side of the ball, but. I think Andy Reid puts his defensive hat on here and gets the corner. All right. Well, we got back-to-back picks for the uh, Kansas City Chiefs here, and they're going to fill a Tyree Cole, Tyree Kill kind uh. of a need here, Tyree Cole. Um, no, they're not going to fill the hole, but they're going to try <laughs> and fill the hole. Shh, please shut up. If I told you what I said live on air today, you would laugh hysterically. Um, what? what did you say? Tell me. What I'm trying fill the hole. I said no. I said um, what was I trying to say? Like I stuttered a little bit, and I accidentally said clit. (laughs) (laughs) I I I think I was trying to say quit, and I that just came out, and I like I was yelling. I was yelling about Ben Simmons live on the radio, and that came out. Had your station manager like that. 
I don't think he heard it. Thankfully, it okay. was toward the end, and but yeah, I'm hoping he didn't. It would have been fine. I don't. I don't think I have to. I have a dumb button right next to me at any time, but I didn't think I have to dump it. I didn't All dump right. it. Dumpy. All right, Jahan Dotson of Penn State, wide receiver. He goes here. Um, that's six first round first round wide receivers, and there's a lot of talented guys and. George Pickens could even be possibly a first round pick. John Mechie, the third who tore his ACL in the uh, championship game. He's a guy that could also go in the first round, especially if he didn't get injured, but I'm going to say Jahan Dotson here. I like the upside for the chiefs and listen, they have a big hole to fill and they're not going to do it with one pick. It's going to be a few picks. Can you stop with the hole to fill? Now you're just doing it on purpose. <laughs> no, I really didn't do it there. I mean, they do. They have a big hole to yeah, fill. Big hole to fill. Fill Let's that go. hole. Let's go. Let's um, go. Make sure that hole is completely filled. Completely filled. Okay. Um, the Bengals are crying, and so are their fans, about offensive line. Um, they're going to reach for a tackle here. They don't yeah, have pick them. Pick them. Can you relax? Um, why can't oh, I you find just skip them? There you just skipped them. Uh, I didn't skip no, them because I'm him. going with Bernard Ryman out of Central Michigan at number 31 to the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, they really could use the offensive line help. We we were we weren't sure until what point where the Bengals were going to run out of time with just letting Joe Burrow get sacked ten times and still win football games. So it ran out in the Super Bowl. Aaron Donald was an absolute menace. It's kind of what we yes, expected. He was. Uh, hats off to them to making it to the Super Bowl. I mean, I think I predicted them to win four or five games last year. My God, was I wrong, but so was everybody else. Um, yeah, my final pick of this amazing mock draft that we have had is Bernard Raymond, R- Ryman, another last name that, or for, and first name that I cannot say. Yeah, um, I can't disagree with you. I mean, I would have went with another tackle from Tulsa. Uh, Go back to his name. Big What's Tyler name? Smith guy. Big Tyler, Tyler Smith. Smith. I like Tyler Smith. I would have went with him. But that's fine. I'm stalling here. Not because I don't I have two players in mind, and I just don't know what I'm going to do. And you know what? I'm just, you know, I'm going to be risky. I'm going to be bold. Oh, they already got the defensive end in the first Uh-oh. round. So I was going to have them take um, Arnold, whatever the last name is, the edge rusher from Penn State. I'm not even going to attempt it. They're going to take Matt Corral at number 32. Wow. They're going to take a chance. What, what the at, hell is that? Uh, full, full results. They're going to take a chance at pick 32 on a quarterback that got hurt toward the end of the year. But for a while during the season, looked like a possibility of being a top five pick, top quarterback in this draft. But the knee injury hurts him and he falls, but he'll be a first round pick. Listen, they have golf and golf's going to start. I know they really like golf, golf over there, but you said it before. He's not, you know, going to be around there for the future. And they'll try with uh, Matt Corral at number 32. Oh, you were going to go pick it. Not going to lie. No, Pickett's not – I'm telling you, Pickett's not a first-round quarterback. And you could clip that. You could save that, and I could be dead wrong in five years. Mm. Pickett's not a first-round quarterback. He's oh, not. That's kind of that's kind of odd. Hold on. No, he's clicking links. Hold on. Uh-huh. No, what? I don't want to choose yep. a retail. I just that's want a Bubba Burger. Oh, Bubba the, Burger. I didn't even know that. The Bubba Burgers are hot. The, the ones with they the are good. in them. Um, all right. Well, that concludes our mock draft. So great job, Mur. I'm looking at Bubba Burgers right now. Um, Do you think that you could take that and post that? Oh. That mock draft? Well, what do you mean? Like, are they going to come after me? No, I'm saying, like, can you save that somewhere and then put it out? Um, That's a great question. Uh, I will check after this. We don't want to bore the people, but yeah, I'll, I'll check. I'll check for that. That would be pretty cool. That's a live mock draft right there. We that is as live as it pick. gets. I mean, literally, I, we stalled. We, we showed you that we didn't know who we were going to pick. Right. We showed I was you shocked by a few picks. Yeah. Um, that was fun. That was fun. Are we talking other sports today? Is that what we're doing? 
I don't know. How long have we gone? I feel like we've gone a pretty decent way. What were we about an hour in here? Yeah, I think we are. You know what? Let's save it. We're going to, you know, this is NFL's week. Yeah, this is it. And uh, we'll be back next week and we'll get you all the baseball and, you know, the NBA playoffs caught up. And of course, we'll recap the draft. But episode 62 is a mock live mock draft special first time. Uh, the AirPod goes at the buzzer. Look at we that. We're about to end the show and the AirPod is gone. AirPod's been good lately. AirPod has been good. It, it hung on the whole time. It's hung on a lot. I mean, I do fidget with it and I just twist it sometimes. You know, it's funny. I wanted to go to the gym and use the AirPods, but I can't. Like, I just, I, I, I get so worried. Oh, that's going to fall out. So I don't use them, but I also don't, I hate using the headphone jack. Anyway, first world problems. First world problems. All right. Episode 62 in the books. We'll talk to you guys next time.